Kill me, I'm here! Kill me! What are you waiting for, huh? We're friends to the end. What are you waiting for? I'm here! Kill me! This is the end, friend. Demons to some, angels to others. Boogeyman. Scared. Something you're scared of. Are you sure? What's your favorite scary movie? Harley's Horror Hour. Welcome to the Harley Horror Hour. I'm joined by my good friend, Megan. Hello. Um, Me Megan, what film are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about Barbarian. Me and you watched this last night, didn't we, for like the first time for both of us. Indeed. Um, what are your opinions, honey? I mean, as a whole, I've got mixed opinions, but like, it was a generically okay film, I suppose. Yeah, like, there was stuff, obviously, I liked cinematography like the camera work and that was some of the best i've seen in horror for a while mm. and when we were watching it you said you liked the color schemes didn't you yeah i really enjoyed it like the colors like it was very fitting for the film like they, it was definitely well thought out compared yeah. to some of the rest of the film like before this like i just had a look at um i'm rotten tomatoes and that apparently megan a lot of people disagree with you because, like, it's a 90% on the critics. So a lot of critics like this movie. You don't even know what that means, do you? I do. The critics liked the movie. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was 71% on audience. So it got pretty good reviews when it came out. But, like, yeah, I think that was... I think it was just a case of trying to get you to focus on, like, a... Getting a... What's the word? Like, a bond with the characters. Yeah, like we, our main character, Tess, um, when we first see her, it's literally a one shot, isn't it? And we see her just driving from the left-hand side of the screen. Mm. As the rain pours and all that, like, it builds tension, because, like, it, this shot does not break until she gets to the door. Yeah, so it just really brings the focus in of, like, what the whole point is going to be about, you know? Yeah. Like, also, there was Keith, who was played by Bill Skarsgård. I probably just butchered that name again. I love Bill Skarsgård. Talented yeah. actor, all the way. So, probably just end up calling him Keith or Pennywise the Dancing Clown. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think the film movie was basically trying to set up, like, oh, it's a bit dodgy, wasn't it? Mm. Basically, the film is just, like, two guests um, book a hotel, and then they realise it's been double booked. Then they later discover that there are tunnels underneath this house. And like It feels lazy in the way it's been put together. But like the storyline is good. It just wasn't expanded on very much. Yeah, I can see what you mean. It can definitely be better. But like it wasn't like I've I definitely have not seen this film before, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Like what confused me a bit, like when you first meet the character was AJ. Hmm. Like the third main character, I would say, wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, apparently, he owned the house. But there was no indication of how he got the house, what happened there. Oh, no, apparently, um, he owned it before, like, all this happened. And then, like, he was... When this sexual assault, this, as a heavy theme in this movie, I noticed. Mm. After he got charged, like, was getting sued with that, he moved back to Detroit and moved into this house, and then he realised, somebody's in my house while he's been renting out to get more money on the side. One of the things is that I find quite hypocritical in a way towards AJ is that he was charged for sexual assault. And then in the film, when 
the mother is like trying to breastfeed him, it sort of backfires onto him. He sort of gets put in that vulnerable position of what he's put someone else in. Yeah. Like it's far fetched, possibly, but it's just then- there's just not really much else to go on other than far-fetched ideas. We have to come up with our own things in this film. Yeah. Like, the first time we saw the mother, I think we both jumped it, didn't we? Yeah, it was definitely um, quite the opportunity for a film. And, like, but the, weirdly, I don't know. There was a big theme with, like, breastfeeding as well, wasn't there? Yeah, it was quite uncomfortable in a way. Def- definitely wouldn't watch it with your parents. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a parental watch. Like, because there's a heavy theme of, like, incest near the end, isn't it? Like, because that's what the mother is. It's bred yeah, through incest. Yeah, like a generational case of incest. And but the thing is, there's no true, like, explanation other than it's just being directly told to you. Yeah. With that thing, the mother being incest, I don't get how it was, like, that strong. Like, when Tess hit her with the car near the end, it should have been dead. Yeah, surely if it's a product of incest, it's going to be weaker. Like, it's it's also basically a human. It's not, like, super strength, like mm-hmm. Jason or Mike. It's just supposed to be a human. It's probably weaker as well. Yeah, that's my point. Is that as well? Like, there are some, obviously, plot holes, because there are plot holes in, like, every film. Mm-hmm. Like, with the p- police, but, like, people said online that the police just thought that Tess was a crack addict, but, like... I can understand why, but the thing is, surely they must have had other reports from that address. I, I don't know that myself, because when the police showed up, they got a call from another shooting, and they just drove off, didn't even try and investigate. Mm. It's like, because in my head, the way they looked at it when they drove away, it was like, they knew something, and they weren't saying. Yeah. That's, that's exactly with, what we said, wasn't it? Yeah. And same with um the woman she went with a job interview. Tess went with a job interview with this... Mm. I can't remember the name. But, like, she looked at it like, oh, you should not be renting up that house. So, like, we knew something. I thought there was going to be more to that. Like, there's going to be, like, a mini storyline or something. Yeah, like, but, she no. had some involvement. But how does she know about the house? Like, what's yeah. going on there? Was she just a, a one-off line? Was it a mistake? Mm-hmm. Did he just thought it would be creepy? I think there definitely could have been room for improvement on the script writing. Like, as far as it goes, it's good. But when you really look into it, there's so much more, like, that you could have done. Yeah, with the script writing, though, after the me, like, Keith and Tess, like, in the first beginning, even though it was slow, I think that was, like, probably my favourite part of the film. <laughs> yeah, I quite like their dynamic. Yeah, like, because when you see... Cr- um, Keith, he lets her into his house, realised the double booked. But Tess is obviously worried, like, who is this man? And yeah. as an audience, you're also always like, do we trust him? And he does all these things, like, when he had the wine, he didn't pour until t- Tess saw him, so he didn't know, mm-hmm. so she knew that, like, he didn't drug her or anything. He was generally a sweet guy. I don't know why it was made out to be so creepy. I think it was just because is the way he was a bit nervous and talking like that. But then when you start realizing, no, he is a nice guy. Mm. Like what? Like he even offered her a bed, like random stranger. You're like you have the bed and I'll take the couch. Yeah, that was quite nice of him. Yeah, but he was like made out to be this weird, creepy guy at the start. But really, he's just he's just sort of there. This like just as confused as she is. Yeah, and like Keith just like offered a bed, didn't he? Didn't he? And like. Um, Tess first found out about those tunnels and that 
bed. That's like dungeon underneath the house. That's creepy. That we talk about that. Maybe. But like, like Keith wasn't like, "What do you mean you're insane?" Or anything. He was like, "Okay, I'll go and check this out. If you're actually worried, just wait there in case something bad happens to me." Yeah, he was quite like understanding of everything, which is odd, especially for this sort of like horror film because it's normally like, "Oh, the woman's hysterical." That sort of typical stereotypes. Yeah. The woman's insane. They're just making it up. Just seeing things. Must have been the wind. The wind mm. must have killed my friend. Yeah. But like Keith was definitely one of the highlights of this film. Mm. It's a shame that he didn't get more of like a backstory. Like, why was he there? Like, I mean, that could have been passed up upon. But it was still it, been a good plot point. They did say I mentioned. He said he was. Um, he was in an artist, like a band, and scouting in this, this side of town mm. for like to buy off the entire block. For like, how yeah, I wanted more of the context though. Yeah. That's what I'm after. Yeah, can we get that like a Tom Solo movie, Keith Real Estate? Yeah, like I think it would be more of a shock factor if you were more drawn into Keith's backstory and then yeah. all of a sudden, boom, he's dead. Yeah, like looking at reviews and that, it literally says like. The audience are getting like this impression that, and this is what I even got. Like, I got like Keith was up to no good, but like, I've because that's what you expect, that's what they want you to think that he's up to no good. But yeah, he's just mm-hmm. straight up nice guy. Yeah, like, just a sweet little beautiful man. Right, we haven't talked that much uh, about Tess, have we? There's not really much to say about Tess. T- Tess, like, really? Like, she wasn't a highlight for me. Like, she was the actress, was good in the role, but. When I'm, if I yeah, I'm four about it, I'm thinking about Keith and probably AJ because how much I dislike them. Yeah. Oh, and also the homeless man because he was a legend. Oh, could have, yeah, definitely. Because the same like Keith, when they introduced him, they want you to give off like, oh my God, something's about to go wrong. They, he chased Tess down the street, didn't he? Like, dreaming his arms, waving, don't go in that house, banging on the door. Like, if that happened yeah. to you outside your house, you'd be like, I'm calling the police. Mm. But, like, when we found out later, he knew something was in that basement with, in Tess's house, what she was renting, and was trying to protect her. So, like, it yeah, just, turned, just turned that stereotype into something, like, very positive. Hot mm. basement, don't judge a book by its front cover. Yeah, quite literally. I'm not saying, like, if a man chases you down the street, saying, come here, give us your money or something, you should not stop, you should probably run. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just a very big case of judgment in this film. Like, the way yeah. the homeless was judged at first glance. The way she started to judge um, Keith because he's a man in this, like, obviously very eerie setting. Yeah, and, like, you can also look at that, like, when we flash back to Frank, like later on in the film, but Frank, yeah. when you see his neighborhood, he was just like a standard like person in town. Like nobody saw anything bad as well. Like when we caught later on, like when we see what he does later on, it's it's disgusting. Like, yeah, it, it's really, it definitely gives off the the vibe that they were going for. Yeah, they got where they wanted to go with Frank. Like, you, oh, definitely. Like, he looks like a normal person, but no, he's he's bloody disgusting. Yeah. But I just want to know the context for how they came up with that sort of character. Frank? Or the mother? Um, Frank. 
Uh, I, I think Frank, unfortunately, might be based off a real person. Oh. I don't know who, but I had a quick Google look before recording this, and I said that it was some. It was, there was something that was based off. So I don't know. I've been guessing that was something to do with Frank. Let's have a look. Um... Yeah, the real history of Brightmoor. Brightmoor is an area in Detroit that has become very heavily abandoned, with thousands of houses demolished, particularly around 2010. This has happened because of the rise of crime. The movie uses that to weave its own story about Frank. So, like, they used the, the abandoned houses in Detroit were real and just put Frank into there. Like, he's still living in those places doing those horrible things to women like frank was just like looked like your local plumber but then he came in and did that to women it was horrible left the windows open um yeah yeah i mean i know i know we were saying like the, the mother who is the creature like we didn't even know what they were called and that at the time um mm. It was, I'm pretty, the suit was all practical. What I found was dead cool, because I like all my practical stuff. Yeah. Um, but like some weird things, like it, I like the fact that it wouldn't attack you, basically, if you didn't attack it first. Uh, so if you attacked it first, then it would attack you. That was like, mm. kind of unique, I think. Yeah, and it's just odd how... Out of all of that incest, that's what the product of it was. So weird to say that. Like, here you have your entire mother, your sister, your, all the same person, by the way. And this is what we get next: this giant creature. Quite literally, like I don't know. The film was definitely creepy. I think it was a good film. It's just there was a room, like there was definitely room for more depth on just everything and more elaboration. Yeah. I I know it sounds dumb, but when that monster was introduced after it unfortunately killed Keith, I don't like it just became a bit less scary for me if that made sense. Yeah. Don't know about you. I think there should have been a bit where like Keith had to protect Tess, for example, more than what happened. It was just a very big shock. Yeah. And instead of following along with most of the plot points, you were just left wondering, where's Keith? Like, obviously he's dead, but this you is okay. You were mainly wondering where Keith was the entire film, and I was just like, he's dead. He's gone. No, he's not coming back. Dead, but, like, the motive of what happened to his body after, like, was it fed to the woman? The, uh, the mother, sorry? Because they said there were more than one victim, so, like, before Keith and Tess. So, for we know, like, we don't know what happens to those bodies. Mm-hmm. And there was more than just the mother down there, but there was no actual depth. The only furthest thing that went down there was Frank, and Frank ended up killing himself. I think that homeless one where he says the, the mother's not the scariest thing down there, I think he was on about Frank. I know that when you look at them, you're like, probably she's scarier, but in actuality... It's probably like Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, like, he's made like, her. 
creators the scarier thing. Yeah. Because, like, we didn't even, we didn't see what was on those teeth, but it was heavily implied, like, especially with that room, what I mentioned before. Like, yeah. could, when we saw that room, we were like, what is this? Is, is this actually a sex dungeon? And it mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Like, when we saw the camera there, and, like, you were saying, why does nobody pick that up and film it and see what's on it? You're kind of glad nobody saw what was on that. And, like, we didn't see what was on it. Until AJ started looking back at all the tapes, it's obvious that that was what was in it. As soon as you see the tapes where everybody's names on it, you're like, oh, oh. I actually think I felt good. Like you know what's on them. Like it's horrible. I think it's good that they didn't have they they didn't show it. There was enough of the story to imply what had happened. Yeah, like literally, there was a woman in the Frank flashback. Yeah. But this mm-hmm. yellow sundress on, remember? I'm like, yeah. I, when AJ got down into the basement with Frank, I literally pointed out and said, "That's the woman's dress from the Frank flashback." So like, that was my first hint that something worse was down here. That Frank would did something really bad. Mm. Well, not my first hint, but like, you no, know, the one what like gave it away the most, I reckon. Oh. I remember putting on my note because it was a certain shot of AJ. Because he was taping out the. Wasn't he? he was taping out like the dungeons and that. And he pulls out a knife and it goes on like this POV shot, doesn't he? Yeah. And I said, that reminds me a lot of Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I get with that house and all that. That's what this kind of did remind me of. Have this somehow? Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, could there was another amazing shot with the Frank flashback like where he was just tracking him from behind like going about his normal day and I don't think I've ever seen that in like a film before like it was tracking him driving to his car and like yeah really unique I wanted to see more of the relationship between Frank and the mother the only link that you can really see is oh it's probably his one of his ancestral children and the bell. Yeah, like we saw the bell. Well, I thought he was going to ring. And that's how I thought AJ was going to die. Yeah. But no, he just ended up shooting himself. Mm. One of the dumbest things AJ did in that film, I think I laughed while doing or seeing it. When Tess came back down to save him, he just shot her. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's, I don't know why, but like, who's, someone shouts hello to you. Bam, open fire. He's just an ig- man. That's all there really is to him. Yeah. And then there was the... Like, then after that, they finally got out of the house, didn't he? And then they realised, mm. oh, crap, the mother's gone. Looking for us. Let's head back yeah. to this homeless man. He, keep, he can keep us safe, He, even though he's a homeless man. Yeah, and then there's the irony of, oh, yeah, she'll never come down here. And then he just gets his head ripped off. Yeah, he just gets ripped in two pieces. <laughs> it's just... Because I, I, you notice in that entire film, AJ was just a dick. Yeah. That's just his character, though. The Hollywood actors. Yeah, like, he's very selfish. Like, only cares about mm-hmm. himself. Like, literally, yeah. when that creature killed the homeless man, I noticed that he... I think he even pushed Tess over. I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. And full-on sprinted. But, like, that ended up with... His big plan, basically. 
Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, let's go to the top of the tower. We'll be safe. He has the gun. And he drops it. Absolute melon. I just, like, rip. How did you manage to drop it? Like, if you're that scared, I can understand, like, oh, yeah, your hands might be sweaty, your knees are weak. Mum, spaghetti. But there's no excuse. Yeah. And then when they both realize, oh, they're both in danger, he literally tossed, I kid you not, threw Tess off. <laughs> and he went, come and get your baby. Woman. Yeah. And she... it was one of the funniest shots I think I've ever seen. The hmm. mother jumps off to the road away because it's like she's protecting her supposed baby whereas her supposed father just hasn't bothered with her so it's like where has she found this loving well somewhat loving side yeah like i get that like there where like a father didn't care about her like so and she just wanted someone to look after basically but what's happened about the mothers, like, before her? I think they probably died, but it was Fra- the Frank flashback we said was in the 70s. I don't know if the film actually said that, but that's what me and you both assumed. Yeah, it's the only really but... reasonable. But then you've got to think generationally how, like, the age gap and stuff. There's just a lot to... I don't know. Like, it's a dark subject to get into, but... Somehow picked a really dark movie. Yeah, it was definitely darker going into it than, like, first thought. Yeah. It's like, oh, this will be a fun little film to watch. Nothing bad will ha- happen. <laughs> I just thought it'd be, like, a haunted house kind of thing, like The Conjuring. But maybe not. I don't definitely don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, AJ got, I think, if there's any kill in that film, well, it's, like, the best. I'm going to have this, I'm going to actually say AJ got the best kill. Because I think Keith's one, even though it was unexpected, it wasn't bad or anything. But like, because mm. it was too blurry with the quick flashes and all that, so you couldn't see it as well. Yeah, I just but, really wish there was more of Keith. Like, you should have been able to grow, like, attached to the character more before killing him off, but that's just my opinion. I think they did that on purpose, though, but like, to like, could they like, oh, this character's not actually bad. Well, let's surprise. Well, people might still think he is, so let's kill him off to surprise the audience. Yeah. But you gotta admit, though, when AJ at the end, though, got his thumbs stuck in his eyes and mm. his head split open. I'm pr- that was pretty sure that was practical effects as well. well yeah, there's quite a lot of it in there. But this was dead low budget as well. Well, I say mm. low budget. Low budget for America because it was four million. Like low budget to us <laughs> would be like two, two pounds. <laughs> and they made nearly like ten times, didn't it? Like, could it got forty million? I'm not um, good at math. Could it got forty million, didn't it? Yeah, around that. Uh, some of the other notes I had, but um, was the music. Mm. Like you, you know, I don't know if you noticed this. I think I pointed it out actually. When she first went into the tunnel, you could hear this like techno music. When she started yeah. walk, walking down, it started echoing a bit. I was just like. That's cool. Like, I don't feel yeah, scared. Like, but, like, tunnel very cool. Yeah, like, it, you could hear, like, all the sound echoing. Even, if, like, the music and that was, had this echo vibe to it. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, one of the things I did have as my notes, what I didn't like, 
that I felt it was out of place. Going back to like just when Keith died, it's when mm -hmm. it suddenly swaps to AJ. Like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know this character. I then, want to know what just good transition between yeah, them. I don't. I don't know what just happened to Tess. Is she safe? It's like is Keith still alive? Was he dead? Mm. We know he's dead, but like, and like what happened? to bandmates. Like, like were they yeah. looking for him? I don't know. Like, we never got found out about that. Like the first, because I just put like I didn't like the sudden swap to like the B plot. I'm guessing that's because like I just felt out of place. Because like straight away when we met him. Mm. I didn't like him because he was sitting in his car blasting music. Then he got a call saying that this woman's suing you for um, sexual assault. Yeah. Like straight away, you're getting fired from your job because it's. Mm. Like he was a character straight away. I, I'm guessing that, I, well, obviously, you weren't supposed to like, like, no matter what, you don't like him. Yeah. I'm going to guess there's nobody watching this film who goes, AJ is my favourite character. Hmm. It really shows more about yourself if he's your favourite character. Yeah, or oh, it could be worse. You could say Frank's my favourite character. Oh, God. Like, I think he was a good actor, the one who played him. Um, Justin Long, I think that's his yeah. name. Yeah, he was good in the acting role, but, like, like what he was probably told to do, like, A, just be selfish and mm. all that, like, amazing. Like, I'll give him that. Yeah. Well, I just didn't like the way he suddenly just swapped, if that makes sense. Okay. And, like, when it took, it took a while to get back... To where we just went, came from, if that made sense. Because, mm -hmm. like, as soon as we left Keith and Turf, that was the first time we saw the creature. You're like, oh crap, we were in any other horror film, and like, you want to stay with that for a bit? Yeah. Then go. But we just went straight, mm -hmm. like, just gone straight away. So, when we, so it was like, I want to see more of this creature, I want to know more about it. So, when we got back to the house, he started tape measuring everything. Then he dropped the tape measure, and that's when the Resident Evil. Shock came in, wasn't it? Yeah. And we saw the creature again finally, and we like, he was giving him this massive bottle. <laughs> and then he got forced, like, to suck on the woman breastfeed, didn't he? Yeah, it was really uncomfortable to watch. And as I said, it just shows the hypocritical um, side of things where, not hypocritical, ironic, as he was told that he had assaulted someone and then. All of a sudden, this is happening to him. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, that's what describe as karma, but in a weird way. Yeah, it really does bite you in the arse. Like you said when we were watching it, I think you would just bite them off, wouldn't you? Bite the nipples off. Yeah, I mean, if that's going to be in your mouth, you're going to do whatever you can to just get it away from you quickly. Obviously, it'll be a horrible experience trying to bite it off. But, like, it wouldn't taste good, but at least you'd be out. Mm -hmm. So after all that, after we've basically just talked about it, has anything changed your opinion at all? Uh, I mean, I definitely have found more reasons to like, but also dislike the film. It's just the planning that's gotten me. The storyline yeah. is good. It's just, there's a lot more room for development. Yeah, I can definitely see improvement, so improvement, because I think, I'm not 100% sure on this, don't take my word. But this might have been the director's first time. Yeah. I mean, he was even in the film, I saw. Yeah, he had a little cameo, didn't he? Mm. Hang on. Just doing a quick Google. <laughs> okay, no, it wasn't. My bad. No, he's done a lot more films before this. Because <laughs> I know a lot of days now, a lot of horror films are getting made by old stunt producers, like stunt coordinators. So that's why there's a lot more action in them. 
So I thought like maybe he was one of them, but no. Mm. But like Sack's direction, like, what do you think of Sack and his direction? Sorry, say that again? Sack, the director's name. Oh, yep. What about him? Oh, what did you think about how it was directed and all that? I mean, it was definitely directed really well compared to some other films. You see, um, like, it was good production, really well thought out in the sense of all the set designs, the characters, like, and who the actors played. I quite yeah. enjoyed the side of things. Yeah, like, I could definitely see him, like, right now, that was his last film that he's done, but I think that if he doesn't have a horror film like that, I'll definitely watch it. Mm. You're going to watch it with me? Yeah, I mean, I think they should do a second one. Would they have yeah. anything to do for a second one? Because the way that ended, I don't think they could. I do like sequels and that, but there's some ones where, like, maybe you should just leave it there, and I think that's one where it's like, no, just yeah. one film to do. So what would you think for the sequel? Honestly, it just depends how they do it. Maybe you have the help of, like, another director, like, who's more experienced in planning sequels and getting another scriptwriter in. Yeah. And just a bit more research. Yeah, I think he wrote it as well, so... Yeah, there's quite a lot of fallback on his shoulders. Yeah. So, would you recommend it to a friend? I don't think recommend is necessarily the term I would use, but if you're bored and you really want to get your mind thinking, go for it. Yeah. Like, if you want a good thrill, like, a good mystery, like, then mm. this is really a good film, is it? If you like a lot of plot turns, then this is your film. Anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. Sorry, yeah. Well, in that case, then, Megan, thank you for joining me, and thank you for watching the film with me. No worries. And I'll hope to have you back again soon. If you'll have me, I will gladly do it. And thank Goodbye. you for listening. Goodbye now.